0: Lock, talk Radio.
1: Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I would like to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments, Luck Talk Radio. I want to first thank my heavenly Father for blessing me and also giving me the activities of my limbs. Even though Lord knows, this morning I just did not want to get up out that bed, and I wanted to thank you, Tony. I got on my gray so because I was talking about my feet was burning, but I made it out be bed. So, without further ado, I want to talk about today's topic. Now, Tuesdays is when we do the show entitled From the Pulpit to the Couch, where you would receive biblical teaching from someone in ministry as well as myself. Now, I do not claim to be a biblical scholar. I know. Hopefully I don't get the scriptures confused, and even in saying the names of the books that are in the Bible. But I have a question. Do you know the sovereignty of God? And that is huge because do you trust God and his plans for your life? Or do you blame God when troubles or tragedy come your way because it's easy to blame somebody? Now, with all of this going on in the world, like I said, it's easy to blame God. Somebody, anybody, somebody got to be responsible for this. It makes sense. Freezing. Planes are falling from the sky. People are dying. I was just watching on television right now. Joe Biden was on with some individuals, and they were talking about of African-American descent for black History, And they were talking about some of the things that – people are doing, the businesses, what's going to be available. So when we start talking about who's responsible, who's going to be accountable, that is kind of probably where we got to the whose fault is this. But if God is responsible, then who is? Because we always say God is in control. Can I tell the Lord, thank you? Let's talk about it Because I got Lady T back And let me lock her on Good morning, Lady T How you doing?
0: Good morning, I'm good, how are you? Thank
1: you? You know what, for real, my number did not show up on your phone Because I was about to screenshot it Just to let you know that I called you Left a message
0: Because I know I left a message <laughs> like, you did Yeah, not call didn't
1: even me. show I'm up like, yeah, even a message did. You didn't even get the message? <laughs> No. Well, I'm going to show you. I know I didn't, because you know what? I'm going to tell you. I have upgraded my phone, and I do uh-huh. have, what is it, the I, well, Apple 12 Pro, whatever. Girl, I haven't even taken the phone out of the box, and that's a shame. As bad as I needed to upgrade my phone and my iPad, there's in the box. Now, i got to call my daughter, because they told me my bill was going up from $214 a month to $300 a month. I had an attitude when I was in the store trying to get all of this stuff because I didn't know it. But they just right. gave me a bill for 400 and something dollars. I'm like, really? A $400 <laughs> phone? Bill? No, 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 no. I will take that stuff right back in that box and say, um, y'all can have it because I'm not paying no $400 and something dollars for no doggone cell phones and iPads. And my bill, oh, that's ridiculous. They told me three, and then they're going to make it up to four. So it's yeah, not that serious. So when we start <laughs> talking about the blame game, and especially as we apply it biblically, you know, a lot of individuals are going through, and it's not to minimize things. It's not to say that things are not existing because, like I said, COVID is still here. People are hurting, People are struggling. People are hurting. We are really going through some times right now. And it's real easy to point the finger at individuals. I did a show yesterday, the other day, two days in a row. I fact, I got to do it today again at 4 o'clock. And a lot of individuals was even blaming the church and how their expectations. When we talk about blame, we look at blame, we look at Fault. I think about expectations. What comes to your mind, also being a first lady in ministry?
0: About blaming.
1: About blaming. <laughs> blaming. is everybody's
0: ooh, fault. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Well, first of all, I've yeah, I've seen quite a few things, and we you know, you have to deal with people because you know this, especially when there's clicks and this one saying this one, this one saying that, this one. So they're saying, no, they started, they started, they said this first, they did this first. And you, you get a lot of that, but then, you know, that's where, you know, you know, you're dealing with immature saints, you know, mm-hmm. because mature saints, they know how to sit down, they know how to talk things out and they know they know how to handle it. And, you know, with love, because so that's what you're supposed to do because that's what God is. So you handle things with love. And so they, not just blaming God but they blame each other. People don't realize you're talking about another saint and someone that, you know, is a believer and they say, For God I live, for God I die and you know, and they have relationship and you're talking about them, you're really talking about him, because we were made in his image. So you're not talking about me. Mm -hmm. You're talking about my creator because he made me. (laughs) So that's what they gotta realize. But then you know A lot of people instead of blaming God, they like to blame the devil. But the devil ain't in your business like that if you already sin. That's what they don't Uh realize. So Uh they they like to do that a lot and they like to say, Oh, the devil's busy and I've been praying God ain't God ain't moving. No. God ain't you know, God ain't moving. Because you and yourself The devil don't need to do nothing to you When you are already doing What he wants you to do mm-hmm. You know
1: what I find to be interesting Lady T is when we start talking about Blame and I'm looking at just the definition Of blame Responsibilities the... are, are, are wrong meaning Somebody did something wrong Now if God is a man that Can I lie If God is in control You know mm-hmm. A lot of times, individuals, I, I remember being at CVS and I saw a book, and it was entitled Why Bad Things Happen to Good People, and I had a conversation oh. with a guy this morning, and I was sharing with him how sometimes we go through things to prepare us for other things, and we don't know God's we don't know God's plan, we don't, you know, it's kind of like when, when I called Mother yesterday, and you and I was like, and my mother was talking about COVID, and you know, about being obedient. A lot of people struggle with being obedient. And it doesn't mean you did something wrong. If something happens in your life, you know, you don't want to, because something is self blame too. Sometimes we blame ourselves for things that it wasn't our fault. Some things just happen because it's in God's plan. And we don't know what that plan is. But when we talk about blaming, even using the word as a verb, sign responsibility for the fault or the wrong, meaning something happened, it ain't going my way. I'm trying to get my hair going the right way, and it's all over my face. Um, It got to be somebody <laughs> else's fault. You know, when you're looking at your Facebook Live and all of this, and you're touching certain, your right ain't your right, your left ain't your left. It ain't really, I'm trying to get the hair on my face, and I'm pulling it the wrong way. So, but getting back to that responsibility. Now I'm gonna ask you a question because you've been in ministry for
0: years. Mm-hmm. When we yeah. talk
1: about responsibilities and putting the blame, and and I can please say that I believe a lot of this comes from childhood because we was notorious for pointing the finger at somebody else. You know, when you have siblings and your mother come and say, "Who did that? Up uh, so and so did it. No, so did it. No, it's they fault." Or so and so made me do it. And I'll never forget, writer had me cracking up. Writer, right, right. He was bad at school and getting in trouble because Trump was making him be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Trump making me do this. So we yeah, love but... when he went to finger. And so they should did become what is God's responsibility? And I know well, this is, but what is his responsibility?
0: But this this is the thing here. People they think they feel like it's easy they they think it's easy to blame God when things go wrong because they're like, He's our creator, he wouldn't allow this to happen if he loved us. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. He he loved us, but he didn't he didn't promise that we wouldn't go through anything. That he he didn't he didn't say that. Uh-huh. He said he'll never leave us he'll never leave us nor forsake us. But and he said, vengeance is his, you know, but he didn't say we wouldn't go through anything. As a matter of fact, if, if you belong to him and you have relationship with him and you are a true Christian and you live for God and you are going to go through things, you're going to deal with stuff. You know why? Because the yo the the devil and his imps and all of them people that, you know, got some in them, you know, the they're going to come up against you. They're going to try to make you fail. They're going to try to make you fall. Uh-huh. So things are always going to come up against you. You're going to go through things. You're going to have to deal with them. And a lot of things God put us through to test us to see, you know, if we really mean, you know, his will but not our will be done.
1: Correct.
0: So we're going to go. We're going to be tested. So people think, it's his fault because God allowed me to go through this, or it's his fault because my child died. No, it's not his fault because he never said all of us will live forever on this earth. He said, (laughs) you know, we will live in eternity with him. So Mm -hmm. when we die here and leave these bodies, we'll be with him. That's if if you're living right. Now, everybody ain't doing that. And you know so what, necessary. Let's, let's make it plain right now. Let's make it plain it right now so, so don't nobody no nobody get it mixed up. Yeah. If you know you ain't right, you don't plan on getting right, then don't <laughs> don't don't think you don't think you gonna live God and you're gonna have eternal life. Don't think that. So, you, see, you know,
1: a, that goes back to what we were laughing and talking about yesterday about mother's conversation with what she was saying about COVID. And she the main thing was talking about obedience, obedience. Sometimes we think, well, if I was obedient, I did what I was supposed to do, why did this happen to me? Why is this, why am I going through? Why am I, we always want to question. So we question things, then we feel we should be able to point the at somebody else when things don't go the way they're supposed to go. You know, I know with myself, I was talking to Keith, no, keep me a text message this morning because my body been going through. My body's been going through because Jeanette ain't doing what she's supposed to do. Jeanette ain't drinking water like she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, teach my little exercise equipment and put them all into a room. I got a whole little gym in the room. I now I keep the door closed so I don't even have to look at it. <laughs> I can't blame nobody for this. I can't blame God for this. You know, girl, body just hurting. <laughs> just hurting. I can't even roll out the bed. I called Tony this morning. Give me a color. He said, that you complain about your feet hurting? He and complaining about the do blue or do gray. So I put on my little gray shirt. <laughs> I can't blame nobody for this, but me. I got to own this. And I got to do the right thing. Being OP being obedient. Now, I have another question for you, because when I was putting this information together and it was like, God's sovereignty and our responsibility, what do they mean mm-hmm. in life when we talk about sovereignty? Because that word was like, I was like, Ugh. because God is sovereign in creation, providence, redemption, and judgment. Can you down to really give us a clear understanding of what that means? Say that again because it broke the. God is sovereign. When we talk about the word sovereignty, what do that mean? Because I was like, uh, I don't even want to mispronounce the word, but what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I had to use my cop to intimation. I had to break that word down. I was like, uh, that's what it means. What that mean? <laughs> I can't blame him because he's be immune. He got he got immunity. Okay, he's sovereign. What
0: does that mean, Tammy? Oh, they're right there under the – oh, I was talking to my child. She came in and – oh, well, you know, when we say he is sovereign, you know, he's, it just means he's untouchable. He's everything. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, Wow. You know, when we were in church and they would say, oh, he's a sovereign. It's like, he's awesome. He's everything. He's a sovereign. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like, wow. You know, like a wow factor. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to tell you, like, it's, he's like the highest of high. He's like, there's nobody above him. Okay. Okay. So, so that's what sovereign sovereign really is. Like, there's there's nobody like him. There's nobody above him. He he is God and God alone. So mm-hmm. he's sovereign all by himself. Mm-hmm. So now
1: then, when we when we when we break that down, and I'm noticing, like I, I've been doing quite a few different project things that I've been working on, and um, like I said. I'm going to be doing another show about mental health again. I did a show about Mm -hmm. men's mental health, a show about women and their mental health and some of the things that they went through. And it seemed like, and I know God don't need nobody to blame him when people blame him for things, but I noticed that a lot of individuals were like, I went to church and this didn't happen, or the people in the church wasn't there. And I'm like, that's not their that's not their responsibility. You know, something no. we have to take ownership for ourselves. And, and it felt like I what? became, it wasn't that I was being defensive, but I had to realize people are hurting And yet, when things don't go the way they think that it should go, we want to point the finger. You know, it, it's like, are we frustrated? Are we disappointed? Did it not add up to our expectations? Because a lot of times that's what's happening. It's like blaming. I know people that, and I know the show is about the blame game, and because it's Tuesdays when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch, we got people that blame their parents for things, blame their bosses mm-hmm. for things. So it kind of goes back to, is it really they their fault? Or did you put yourself in that situation? What are you doing to get yourself out of the situation to help yourself? So when we talk about and it says God is sovereign in creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And Genesis one and one, apart from God, there was nothing. And then there was something: matter, space, time, energy. And these came in when we talk about existence out of nothing. Now when we started talking about that, and God is sovereign and sovereign, and. We you know, it, it brings up a lot of different questions. It brings up and, and like I said, it makes it easy to blame because we can't blame God, can't blame our parents, can't blame Jeanette Obama, Trump, who who else we gonna blame? Who else fault could it be? So All right. how can individuals gain a better understanding so that we can stop this blaming and go back to trusting God?
0: Well, okay. Well, um, well, first of all, people, when, when there's Bible study and when the preacher's preaching or teaching, people need to start listening and paying attention, and they need to start studying for themselves.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. when you start, when some people, um, when they'll blame God, but they're blaming the person, so if they get hurt in church by somebody they blame god for that because they leave god altogether. they turn to the world they don't want Mm -hmm. to go to church no more because they got hurt at church but you're but that's not god's fault that you got into an argument at church or somebody called your name at church that's between you and that person and if that person is not a true saint you cannot say that that's god's fault
1: because Mm -hmm. god didn't
0: tell them to call you a name, or to talk about you, or to spread rumors about you, he didn't do that. You know, that's why you know you don't have to be around people. He said to love everyone. He didn't say you have to be in their face. You know, you <laughs> that's you true. just yeah, you don't have to be in their face. You don't have to be pretending and faking and all that. But you just love them with the love of God. You know, because every, some people you can't be around. You know, some people you have to treat um, treat them like what is. Like they tell us, the old people say treat them with a, a long-handled spoon. You know?
1: <laughs> and you know, that's funny because back in the day, if you figure if you getting electrocuted, if you, you know, that little long-handled spoon could kind of save your life, you know? Right. So that is so, so, so true.
0: So right. true. Because, yeah, because why would God do that? He's not petty. Like you just said, what is sovereign? That He's the most powerful being, you know? So, he don't have time to be petty. Mm-hmm. He don't have time to play around. And he's not, you know, he's not a manipulator or a deceiver like Satan. You know what I mean? He he He's not like that. So he's not going to be like, oh, you should say something. That's not what he is. He's not the author of confusion. Mm-hmm. He's He's not the author of confusion. He's not none of that. So... <laughs> There's no reason to blame him. We want to blame him because we have to have someone to blame. When we do stuff ourselves and we call things ourselves, and if we call ourselves saints but we cause our own issues to fall upon us, it's easy for us to blame God. because, well, uh, uh, But we bring it on ourselves. But we love We serve you. We read your word. We pray. You know, we we pray. We worship you. We honor you. We give you all the glory. And you 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 is it, uh, this shouldn't be happening to me? No, sweetie, you brought that on yourself. did nobody there tell you, you to go over there? <laughs> did nobody tell you to pick that up? did nobody tell you to make that phone call? did nobody tell you to lay in the bed with that man or with that female? You know, guys. You know, didn't nobody tell you to do that, and you cry about it later? Oh no, God didn't didn't make you do that. He didn't put you in yeah. that situation. You put yourself in that situation. And we know everything happens for a reason. But when you do that, learn from the mistake. And you, He's there mm-hmm. for you to ask for forgiveness, not for you to blame.
1: Yep.
0: You know, and even God is sovereign
1: even in judgment. Why? scriptures that reflect the sovereignty of God in election, probation, and greater force. But even in Romans, he has potter over the clay to make out lumps of the one vessels and all of that stuff. But you know what? A lot of times it's hard for individuals to hold themselves accountable. It's hard for them until they get to the point to where they get to the point of no return, or the point to where they just like, like I said with me with exercise. I know I need to exercise. I know I. Uh-uh. Now I'm gonna tell you the funny part. Just put that hello on here. I, I was talking to Joanne the other day. I told Joanne. I said, you know that little bike thing that I Maria. I said sometimes I just be riding. I said, but I don't. The, the top part don't come. When I don't know how to turn it on. I don't. She said, well, you just press the button. I'm like, but, girl, I didn't even know it was a plug that was supposed to. I've been at, I long ago? That know, it's been almost, what, two years? It's been mm-hmm. those two years since I had that, that bike thing. Girl, I didn't even know it had a plug. you supposed to plug it into the wall because I never got plug. So I said, I know Maria probably don't know where it is. I can't blame Maria and say, Maria, I didn't know that, that thing was plugged up. Girl, I just get on and just be riding, just riding and pedaling. Girl, I saw the I saw a little hole, and I said, ooh, I can't blame nobody but myself. <laughs> I'm doing an exercise bike, and I'm using it, right? Because I didn't even know they plug up to something. <laughs> Maria, you know, okay. like, I used to see it, it, was plugged up, and Maria be right. I said, but I don't know where the hole is to go. <laughs> so now I got to go to Amazon, look up the part, order a plug, and then adapt <laughs> So, sometimes we got to take responsibility. Like you say, sometimes we do put ourselves in situations and, you know, like they say, if God can bring us to it, he can bring us through it. And blaming God and turning away from God and not wanting to trust God and not wanting to even trust us, it's not going to help the situation. It's really not It's like you said earlier What did you learn from this Even if you do believe that it's somebody's fault Yeah We like to and, and I don't want people to get it confused When we talk about Holding people accountable
0: but Right
1: spirit, How you gonna hold that spirit accountable Really You really think God gonna be concerned about You blaming him Or saying it's his fault See it's easier to do that with man it's easy to do that with ourselves. But when you really think about it, how can I? You know, ladies, I've had people come to me, even in therapy, angry with God for a lot of different reasons. And one of the reasons, one of the main things that I've known and I've heard time after time is I left church or I'm mad at God because he took my grandmother. Really? Your grandma 99 years old. It doesn't mean your grandmother's not important in your life. It doesn't mean that your grandmother your grandmother lived a long life, and I'm using it as an example. But when we are dealing with death and dealing with pain and we're grieving and we're going through the grief process, a lot of individuals get angry. Why did you take my grandma? Can you explain a little bit when we
0: start talking about the death, the hurt, the pain? the sorrow, and then we want to blame God for it. Yes. You know, that. like I said, it's easy to blame him because we're hurting so much, and it's easy to just blame God, like, why did you take them from me? Why did you take me? You know I needed them. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, all we need is him. And Mm -hmm. know that someday we're all going to go. We just don't prepare ourselves for it Mm because after a while, We grieve. We realize, you know, no, it's not. It wasn't God's fault, you know. They're in a better place, you know, and it was their time. But in the beginning, most people—that's what they want to do—is blame him because it's easier on them to blame him. They have to blame somebody.
1: Somebody, you know. Somebody got to be. You know. And and it's interesting you said that because I had been that I was just celebrating the. Well, not celebrating because I'm not having no parties, but people celebrate differently. But I'm going through the 13th anniversary of the passing of my mother. It's been 13 years, and not one time did I ever go and say it was God's fault. Now I know that He wasn't here on Earth long. She was passed at age 59, and even though I know with my health, I got to be mindful of that, and I always. Say, my main goal is just to make sure I'm like Trump. When Trump said he needed some votes and he will one vote more, because I live longer than 59, I'm good. I, I got to pass 59, you know. And I tell writers sometimes I got to make it because I got to make sure I see him when he's 50 because he be teasing me a lot about being in my 50s. I got to make sure I see writer in his 50s. So when we start talking about that, it's bearing responsibilities. I want to go into some and I'm getting this from BibleTools.org and it says, what does the Bible say about blaming God? And in Genesis 3, 11 to 13, it says, God asks the question to impress them on their minds, allowing Adam and Eve to convict themselves with thoughtful and honest answers. Honest, yes, and very revealing. Both cast that measure a blame away from themselves, they plainly believe that they are not to blame and should not bear responsibility for their transgressions. See, because Mm -hmm. even in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve and, oh, she did it. Oh, no, he did it. It's his fault.
0: Go back and forth. But look at
1: what happened as a result of that. Now, thus began mankind's practice of self-justification in the defense of sin. But neither Satan nor anyone else made them sin. Nobody twisted their arms, and notice how the scene of suffocation it intensifies. And you know, Tammy, that's where, and like I said, even though we were in the Garden of Eve or at with Adam and Eve, but in the Garden, but we do it in our home. We learned it as a child. We it makes it makes sense. I'ma go blame nobody, and I'll tell you, when I was a kid growing up, I did all kind of stuff, girl, and I was forever. Point my little crooked finger. Somebody did it. My auntie stem used to be so mad at me <laughs> because I didn't do it. Grandma, I did not do it. No good well I did. I was about as bad as okay. writer when it comes to taking responsibilities for the stuff I didn't So when we started talking about that, we well, even in the garden, and and it it goes to that first: if we do not honestly and fully accept responsibilities for our sins before God we will surely reap their grim effects. You're right. Kim, it's going to come back on us. What we're dealing mm-hmm. with now, I remember my ex-mother-in-law, she stayed, would always repeat that verse, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and turn from their wicked women, I will heal from. they will hear from heaven and I'll hear the land. And that goes back to mm-hmm. what your mother was talking about today, about being obedient. Time for right. our wicked. We can't blame God for COVID. We can't blame God. I was watching the news this morning, like last night. Airplane parts falling from the sky. These individuals was leaving, and they were going from Denver to Honolulu. And it's like we ain't even supposed to be on the plane right now. We, where do you think you're going, to Honolulu? You know. Um, I yeah. saw on my Facebook a woman was talking about pray for my niece. She was in the kitchen or whatever, and a car came running through her house. A car, really? You know, um, people sitting there watching TV, they got this war going on in Compton, a gang war. People getting shot in their own house. You can't even sit in your living room without a bullet coming through the window, really? You know, people are. In Texas, you got sky high I was talking about people sky high Electricity bills Now hell, I, I have the rising bills <laughs> Ain't no four right. hundred I was talking on no cell phone. You know, so even When in James 1 Chapter 1, 13 through 15 Don't blame that mm-hmm. when you're tempted
0: Can't
1: blame God right. Any comments what do you want the listeners To know in regard to that, and like I said, I know we're halfway through the show. If you want to call in? You want to share? You have any questions for myself or Ms. Lady T as it relates to this this um title and call entitled "The Blame Game"? Give us a call: five one six three eight seven nine one four. I'm noticing, um, Lady T, I'm talking with a lisp I need to blame um dental because I went to the dentist for a feeling girl. They took my whole tooth. I've been mean,
0: having talking. Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> How you go ooh, for I a know. feeling and they give you an implant? plan? Telling me 6000 or two. Really? <laughs>
0: ooh, I know. <laughs> oh, that's God. true. Oh, my
1: God. And then I, uh, it's just, uh, every time I talk, my words feel like a good So, yeah.
0: and yeah. I'm going to say, um, oh, I do not like the dentist, but, you know, you got to I mean, go.
1: I don't like the mm-hmm. dentist because I remember the first time, well not the first time, years ago I remember going to the dentist girl and they messed around and took the wrong tooth. I'm like uh, you talking about dude, number 18, you just took number 19. <laughs> because I was panicking. <laughs> <was, laughs> bad experience. Yeah,
0: what I'm saying. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, uh. So we gotta be mindful of that. And we gotta be obedient. And it goes back to writer again. writers, O T. Shut. Can you tell the dentist that I brushed my teeth and I flossed every day Girl, The boy still had a cavity Because we know he wasn't doing that He knew he wasn't And then he had to go to the dentist Because mm-hmm. he had a, a cavity One <laughs> I brushed my teeth then One time he said Mommy, I brushed my teeth And I flossed Just like the dentist told me to Teacher told him, right, your toothbrush ain't even wet <laughs> He said, oh, did I lie? He was let him. I know he probably was mad as heck when he had to get that feeling done yesterday. <laughs> he probably wanted to blame everybody. So when we start talking about the blame game, you're not the first Christian believer, non-believer, who have felt angry at God because many have done that, and you will not be the last. And the urge to with the urge to blame him. Now. I'm looking at right. this, and I'm getting this from DesiringGod.org, and it says, as Christians, we are prone to our plane to point the finger and raise the fist at heaven. If we believe in God at all, we should believe he is bigger and stronger than we could even phantom. Now, our Bibles right. are with what we might call big God verses, and we're told God does whatever he pleases in Psalms 115 verse 3, and then also 135 to 6, nothing out of his control. And that's part of why people do, and they blame him, is because we feel as he's in control, he should have the ability to stop this. Now, when we go into other verses, even in Matthew 10, 29, he will accomplish all of his plans. And even in Job 42, 2, Isaiah 14, even in Daniel, and not even a rebellious human can Stop. and see that is part of the problem we're so busy trying to do what we want to do we're so busy mm-hmm. trying to implement our will and when it don't be the way we want it to go we get mad and feel somebody is standing in our way and we want to blame and God's will be done not our will now even mm-hmm. in revelation goes, and even when others mean evil against us, God means it for good. And in Genesis 50, 20, he is stronger than any threat against his children. And whatever he is lovingly allows into our lives, he does it for our full and final good. Even, it, even if it is indeed painful and not pleasant. Now, a lot of individuals are dealing with COVID. A lot of individuals have lost family members. A lot of teach individuals. It's like, what are you learning from this? So I'm going to ask you, Tammy, what have you learned in the past year? Without pointing a finger, what have you learned?
0: Oh,
1: about wow. This? You know that's deep.
0: What have you learned? Why? Well... I've learned a lot about myself um, and I've learned a lot about God because he is who he say he is. And when you say, you know, God, your will, not my will be done, mm-hmm. you, you have to allow him, you know, and you have to trust that, what you're saying. If you're saying your will be done, you have you have to trust that to the point where you're denying yourself of all the things that you know will get you into trouble or the things you think mm-hmm. that will um, have you grow faster, quicker, or have you get the things you want quicker. You have to rely on him. You have to believe what he say is true. And when you pray every day and you seek him and um, he opens the door, he closed the door, you just have to trust it. You can't get second guess. Everything you can't be like right. Lord, why this, Lord, why that, Lord. You just have to trust it. You know, mm-hmm. you just have to trust over God, and then you have to be patient because they always say all you need is you know enough faith as a you know That's the size the of thing. a mustard. But. <laughs> You have to, you know, my faith is greater than that because there's things that I prayed for, you know, that God has delivered immediately. And there's some things I'm still waiting for, but I trust and believe that he's going to do it because he's done it before and he has not let me down. And there's some things that, you know, he may not do because he knows what's best for me better than I do. So I've learned learned about, I've learned more about him that, you know, he is a just God. And he's not going to put more on you than than you can bear. So the things you are going through, trust that he has you. He's still holding your hand. He got your back. And he has, you know, your best interest at heart. Now, we just have to, you know, be patient. And that's what I learned, to be patient and to wait on him, you know, because it's going to happen. And it's Mm going to happen the way he wants wants it to happen. It's going to happen in his timing. His timing – is great. His timing is always on time, whether we know it or not. Because there's mm-hmm. times when we wake up immediately, and because we don't get it right then, we be like, "Oh my God, what am I gonna do?" But then when it do come about, you be like, "Oh my God, that was right on time." Because I needed it, <laughs> God. I love you. I thank you. And even when I'm driving, and sometimes I'm like, "Oh my God, I have to be there at this time. I don't want to be late." All the lights to turn green. I just be like, "Oh, thank you, Lord." And sometimes I'm like far back. And I'm like, oh, the light's about to change. He'll keep it green until I go through it. You know, I'm like, Lord, I thank you for that. So little things like that, I appreciate and thank him because he knows that, you know, hey, well, you're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to do this. And this is what I'm saying. When you have relationship, relationship is so much greater than just saying, oh, yeah, I believe in God. Mm -hmm. But do you trust him? Mm Do you trust? You know, you have to have more than, oh, yeah, I believe in God. No, do you trust him? Do you read his word? Do you talk with him every morning you wake up? Huh? Mm -hmm. You know, do you give him thanksgiving? Do you offer up your praise to him? I mean, Mm -hmm. do you worship him? Do you honor him? Do you do all of that? Because when you do that and you have relationship with him, trust me, he's going to put your needs first. That's true. That is so true, because you
1: know, Tammy, as much as I was ripping and running up and down this highway, girl, sometimes I come out the house one day a week. (laughs) What? Mm -hmm. I come out one and if I don't feel like it, that's Saturday. I don't come out either. I just sit right here. I still see my clients. I still do what I got to do. I'm not hurting financially. I'm good. I'm making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm being obedient. Being obedient. Right. Now and and that's right. hard for a lot of people because when we get mad, we become impulsive. When we let our emotions get the best of us, run around like I used to say, run around like a chicken with our head cut off. Now I'm looking at something and it talks about suffering tests our love for this world. It's a test. It is definitely a test. Now yeah. I just took my knowledge test. Go every every day. My results, because I it. You know what? I've been a notary since 2008, girl. I ain't never. I think I notarized probably one signature, and um, so I see it this time, you know, because we got to focus on not just money, but we need to understand wealth. We need to do better. So I made some decisions in life, and I've done a lot better because that's like I asked you, what have you learned this year? I've learned a lot about me. I've learned a lot about the way I was doing things, the way
0: mm-hmm. I think about
1: things, my relationship with God, as well as my relationship with other people. That's I have to right. go into the power wheel and reevaluate some things. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with yeah. that. I'm in a good place now. I know I need to exercise, but I'm in a good place. <laughs> and tell Maria, if she do know what that plug is... Let me know before I have to order it. <laughs> when we get off this end, be like, did you take it at the plug to the bike? <laughs> it. So, but the thing is, and like I said, the suffering tests are enough for this world. So when individuals are going on, it's like, what did you learn? I learned even with the passing of my mother, I had to learn how to be so, because I never was dependent upon my mom, but I had to make sure... And learn how for me to be a mother, how to prepare my children for certain things, how to educate them about things that my mother didn't know how to show me, teach me, guide me. But even though my mother transitioned, and I, and it also helped me to be able to help the friends that I grew up with that I know whose parents have passed in regard to how to be able to help them or show them that there's hope. You know, I didn't break down, I didn't give up, I didn't have a nervous breakdown, I did you know, my mother used to say, Y'all can't live without me. Um I'm supposed to. You know, this is just the way it's supposed to go. But my mother didn't know. She didn't so the thing is deep suffering. Now, as much as James may have the reputation today as a wizard, and that's in the Bible. Whose pen says in successions, and he talks about in different things, it says, but let him ask with no doubt, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will be anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So a lot of times mm-hmm. with the playing game comes the doubt. Well, you know what? Right. It could have been this, or it should have been. This. I wish it was that, and somebody's at fault. And and you know, we go do no. no. Some things, and sometimes it could be just because. And we start talking about being double-minded, lady. Mm. You, what's your thought in regards to that? Because a lot of times that comes with the blame game. Because when we start looking at things in regards to being double-minded in a Part of double-mindedness is giving God for our pain while at the same time asking for
0: and relief. <laughs> Wait, look really? what you just said. Uh, you just read scripture. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So mm-hmm. that's those, that means every area of your life is jacked up. Mhm. Because being double minded is you're you're doing one thing and claiming another. Mm-hmm. How, can, how can you say you trust God, you love God, and preach His word, but on the other hand, you're doing everything that don't represent Him? So wow. you're double minded, and everything in your life is jacked because you're having to, you know, you you have to cater. To all the things that's going wrong in your life. Mm-hmm. Because. And then it says. You don't fear God. Because mm-hmm. if you're bold enough. To live any old type of life. But walk up boldly in his church. And speak to his people. Or pray for his people. Or, or do any of that. Uh, you are, you unstable. Mm-hmm. You double minded. Because Mm -hmm. I don't know how you can do that and not be afraid. Correct. Correct. And it's saying, it also says that you really don't believe there is a God because you don't believe that his wrath will fall upon you. So you really don't believe he'll do anything to you because since you've been getting away with something so long, you think, well. So part of you, you double-minded because part of you, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, is there really a God? But you say you love him and you worship him and you sure. and you preach him back in your mind. You're really saying, is there really a God? Because I'm doing whatever I want and he ain't done nothing.
1: Thank you. And you know what? And it goes back to what I was saying is at the same time, it says we are blaming God for our pain and at the same time asking for his help and relief. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. says, but as James one seventeen clarifies, he is the father of light. Not the one responsible for the darkness. That's powerful, right? We want right. God. He's the one responsible for the light, not the darkness. I mean, I'm on Facebook Live, and I know you're looking at me like my facial expression just changed as I'm doing the radio show. Facebook. I got a phone in the hand, a mic over here, a store over there. Mm-hmm. My TV still on. I just saw that Tiger Woods was in an accident, a car accident, an auto accident, where it looked like he ran off of something, and they said something about he was just hospitalized. He's had surgery, and something's going on with his leg. I'm like, really? You know, so we're seeing all of this stuff. Now, Tiger Woods plays golf. Your mm-hmm. legs is going to be a problem. How are you going to play golf? I didn't even know that anything could happen to Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. But he did. So when we start talking about some of these things, and and I want to you know too, is even Delano. We gotta keep Delano in prayer. Do you know Delano is still in a coma and has been since no, awesome. August? That's what we ain't heard from oh,
0: him. I, oh, I didn't know. He, I didn't know.
1: Still, still, Delano, still. Is out of commission. I felt so bad trying to for his birthday in December, singing to him, and he tried to open his eyes. Came, he's still in the hospital. Still in the hospital. Now wow. I want to go into some information, and it says, and it talks about how we have to hold out hope for God's help, and though He calls grief, He will have compassion. A to the abundance, his steadfast love, and he does not afflict from his heart or grieve the children of men. Though God does cause grief, he does not give grief from the heart. Though he does afflict, does not do so from the heart. And it goes on, this is just double speak. Or does it point powerfully to something deep in the heart of God that can help us know that we can trust him, come what may Now that right there is powerful Cannot trust God Cannot You know I'm looking at the news And they got individuals assaulting Americans, seniors People being taken advantage of It's like What in the world is going on This is ridiculous But mm-hmm. it's, mercy, it's mercy So a lot of times we got to go back To the drawing board accountable. But let's go back to trusting God. So Lady T, when we talk about trust, and I mean, and I, I had a lot of different information in regard to some of the Bible verses that they talk about, you know, um, Bible verses about blaming God and are you always blaming God for your problems your blame or be angry at God, especially for our own foolishness, mistakes. We say things like God, why didn't you stop me from making that decision? Girl, people say that when they get married to people. What the hell was I thinking? You know, Lord, why did you send me that? <laughs> I had a pastor say what I did. he wouldn't marry somebody because he knew Mm-mm, I ain't getting involved in that. And then it made a lot of sense because I was like, mm, that sounds familiar. But God, huh? why didn't you stop me from making a decision? Why did that person in my life who caused me sin? Why did not you put me through? <laughs> world with so much sin, why didn't you protect me? And a lot of times those are questions that individuals have. And when Job was going through trials and tribulations, did mm-hmm. he blame God? And no. we know he did. and you know Job was one that was like, I'd have been like, Lord, uh, for real, I gotta do all of this. And you still got really with job We have to learn to be more like Job. The more we lose. And suffer in this life The more we should worship God And say Be the name of the Lord Now you know Lady T That is hard But to count it all Joy Because God has nothing to do With evil Only Satan does never Forget that God has never promised That Christians won't suffer in his life I, My mother used to say too Don't think it's going to always be easy you know, we would think, oh, well, I can do this, and, I, and it's going to be, mm-mm. Now, we got to know our response to pain, and when times mm-hmm. up, we should never complain and say, it's your fault. You did it. But a lot of times, people are so quick to do that, especially during adversity. Now, that, again, I want to let make sure people know out there that are listening, it doesn't mean that man should not be held accountable for some things that he do, especially if it's wrong. And that's why we have institutional, you know, punishment, putting people on probation, mm-hmm. you know, we, we get that. But when we start talking about we should use mercy in life to cherish God more, know that God is in control of the situation, and all things work together for good, instead of looking for every excuse to be in him, trust in him at all times. You know, even when people come into my life, I trust that they come in for good. If not, God go give me a deferment to let me know. Get that person out of your life. Leave that person alone. It's okay if they walk out of your life because that could be God's way of protecting you. And sometimes we try to keep people in our lives. We try to stay in situations because we feel we don't know no better, but we can't blame. Mm-hmm. For something that he got you out, ran your butt right back into it. You know, Lady T, and I'm on the temper tantrum right now, but I've had people tell me, or they've been in six, seven domestic relationship, violent relationships. Really? Oh, my. You didn't learn just, you, you had to go through this one, this one, this one, this one. But then you want to blame God. Take a look right. at what you are attracted to, take a look of how God brought you through. Thank God. What did you learn from that last one? See, sometimes we become creatures of habit. But when bad things happen, even if it is your fault, you it to grow. Not only right. as a Christian, but you it to grow as an individual. If God said he will work in your life and he will help you through your trials and conditions, then he will do just that. Don't just tell God that you're going to trust. Him. We got to do it, ladies. T, can you speak on that? Because you were talking about that before. Don't just say you' gonna do it.
0: Do it. Right. Yeah. You 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 just gotta do it. And we're we're talking about different things. We're talking about trusting Him, believing Him. We're talking about blaming Him. We're talking about all these things. But you know, in Psalms one nineteen and seventy one, it says it was good for me that I. Been afflicted that I might learn thy statutes Now it's saying It was good that I was afflicted Because now you know I, I'm i Going to follow his word I'm going to do what he Says because you know Trying to do It my way I'm being afflicted for it so In other words we're thanking him For what we went through because we learned From it uh-huh. Instead of blaming him Because now that we've learned from it, most of us we're not going to repeat it. But some people still repeat it because so they—I don't know if they think it's going to be different <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or what. You know,
1: <laughs> you know what? I was, you know what, Jimmy? I was—I was that type of child. My mother my used to say that. How many times do I have to tell you, Jeanette, How many times? <laughs> I mean, like. I'm gonna keep on trying to get it right. I'm gonna keep it on doing work at my favorite. But see, now that I'm older, I'm like, I, <laughs> I know better yes. now. Uh, uh-uh. I just tell people now, right? I'm glad yeah. I don't look what I've been through. <laughs> I know yes. better, and I
0: ain't playing with that. Last year, yeah, last year, so many people were going through the COVID, all this stuff, air people dealing with it and everything. And I heard, I heard a lot of, you know preachers say that last year was um, the year to come clean. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through, whatever you've done, done to just let it go. To come mm-hmm. clean, to repent, to do whatever you do. And this year is the year of revelation. So if you didn't do that, you're about to be exposed. <laughs> Everything you've done, done, yeah. So this year, people been getting exposed for what they didn't. Wanna repent for <laughs> doing last year. So you know what, it's, it's funny but it's manipulation
1: manipulation time. Is real. <laughs> you had time so to get that time. You had time to get that together and you didn't do it now.
0: <laughs> right. All year last year to get it together because you there was no nothing, nowhere for you to go. It was nothing <laughs> for you to do. Most of the time everything was shut down.
1: That's true. That is so true. And what you just did, and that was just confirmation, because it took me right to Romans fourteen twelve. All of us will have to give an account for ourselves to God. All of us. So while we sit there and try to blame, you pointing the finger at you at one person, you got all the other fingers and a thumb coming back at you. So uh, we have to give an account. We we yeah, like you said,
0: right? And like you said, oh, you you said you learned to be obedient. Oh obedient is way better than sacrifice because you're going to go out sacrifice and go help somebody, but but you still have, wasn't obedient to what God told you to do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. obedience is better. So, he's not even acknowledging your sacrifice because you didn't obey his word. You didn't obey what he told you to do. So, uh, obedience is better than it. sacrifice.
1: You are not supposed to be doing that. Sometimes we think we can go out there and help people, save people, do all and then you hurting, and then now you struggling. And see, God got a way of sometimes I tell people in a heartbeat. I because I I don't want God attacking my finances, honey. That happened before, and I was like, Lord, that's what you was trying to show me, tell me you can't do, this. you can't help. I'm supposed to work on this person, not you. I can't put them in this situation. You automatically come and try to bail them. Mm-mm, that ain't your job. So you got to listen. got to listen. You know that accident I was talking about with Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods looked like he, he didn't hit nobody. He looked like a ravine. He's now on the peak still to come, terms of what he's going with his finances. He got a lot of stuff going on in life. Girl, now he done went off the road somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. I get it. Now, when we start talking about this and things to know in First Corinthians ten thirteen, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, He will also provide the way of escape,
0: uh, that you hate. yeah that's right
1: be able to endure it. And that is, I mean, the way of escape, meaning how. How am I going to get out of this? And in Romans 8:28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work for, good for those who are called according to his purpose. And that right. right there is huge because if we know it's going to work together for our good, according to those that are called by his purpose, we're not going to focus on the bad things that happen are not gonna focus right. on where things went wrong or how it hurt us. And we know that trauma is real. We know that like I said, even me sitting here and I'm sitting here watching this, which I go and I'm like, Wow, this wow. And again it's gonna be, what did he learn? Hope God they didn't say he's deceased, which is a good. But
0: this mm-hmm. between
1: him and God. He got some things he wants to go deal with right about there. So Lady T, what do you want the listeners to know as we end the show? Because it was a single crash after seven a.m. with Tiger Woods,
0: and we will definitely make
1: sure we keep him in prayer. Because
0: yeah, all good. But everyone knows that you know everything happens for a reason, and we went through this COVID for a reason. And I believe God is just trying to get everybody's attention. You know, um, and when we come out of this. It's time to hit the ground running. So maybe he's just giving us a time of rest to get it right. Rest, get yourself together, get it right. He's giving us time to get it right, to love one another, you know, to speak in one another's lives, you know, just to be there for one another, pray for one another. And, you know, we got to do that. We got to stop bashing one another, talking about one another, dragging one another's name through the mud, talking about one another, stabbing each other in the back. That's not what it's about. True. We all have to survive. We all have to get along. We all, you know, we're all trying to get somewhere. You know, we're all trying to go somewhere. So, you know, we need to do it in love, and that's mm-hmm. what we need to realize. Mhm.
1: Like I said, and we got to get back to trusting God because we right. can't do. We can't figure this out. We can't. It's not for us to figure it out, but we do have to do our part and getting back to trust. God. Yeah. Well, what the word tells was... us
0: how can we mm-hmm. love God and and hate our brother? Yeah, you know that don't work. How can you love Him who you haven't seen and hate your brother who you see every day? No, no. That is so true. we have to learn how to love one another. If we say we love God, we have to learn how to love one another. So God will know we lo- we love Him as well, because He knows our hearts. So He knows whether we're lying or not. People may not know, but God knows, and mm-hmm. and He and how He feels and what He thinks is all that matters.
1: Mm, 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 mm. yeah, that is that is true. All right, Lady T, um, I want to thank you for joining me. I mean, me looking at this is giving me flex. As I'm looking down this ravine, it reminded me of me and Joy walking down there trying to go. Look for the face looking at this. Mm-hmm. this. Right here is Ooey. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of your Pressure Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, where today's topic is called The Blame Game. I will be back on the air again at four o'clock today. Won't be up for, on Blog Talk Radio. I guess we'll be on Facebook Live, and I will be with Lyric as we will still be focusing on mental health. So again, thank you for joining me. And until next week, remember you got this.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye.